0: All right. Day 169. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Hosea. No, Hosea. Man, so we, we, uh yeah.
1: Uh, modified chronological. Hosea is one of the earlier uh, prophets that is prophesying in uh, Israel. And bro, he prophesies during the time of this guy, Jeroboam II. Mm. So this is before they go into exile, obviously. 2 Kings 14, if you want to know what Jeroboam II was like. And this time was marked by prosperity, affluence, military might and seeming national stability. Right. But this was not evidence of their spiritual health. Mm. And I think we need to remember as well that no, no, you can be prosperous. You can be affluent. Things could seem to be going well on a very earthly and worldly level, but that is not an indication of your spiritual health. Things aren't always what they seem. Yeah, and Hosea is going to point that out here
0: to the people of God. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So jumping right in. Yep, yep. (laughs) We don't waste no time. There's not a lot of background setting. You get that first verse. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes in and it's like, all right, Hosea, this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I want you to marry, Gomer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I want you to know, going into it, yep. right off the jump, she ain't gonna be faithful to you. Yep, she gonna be out there. Yep. But I need you to marry her, and I need you to love her. And when she goes and starts to wild out, I need you to chase her, cause I'm trying to show everybody something right quick. Yep. Yep. And it's uh,
1: yeah, man, it's it's wild because. He, he literally says that, so like in the prophets, and, and we'll get into this more in like right. the, the major prophets, but in the prophets you have these things called these prophetic sign acts, right. where uh, the prophet will be told by God to do something very specific or very odd <laughs> And it's just meant to act out the message, right? right? So, the prophets act out their message in their actual lives. So, we got stuff like, you know, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Ezekiel laying on his yo, side. Yo, you got to lay on your side for it. <laughs> just lay on your side. Yeah, yo, go find, go take these draws. Right. <laughs> I think that's Jeremiah. Yeah. And it's like, yo, like all these weird things. But the Lord is trying to like show his people something, literally show him this people something. And so, he has these kids with with Gomer. Yeah. With this promiscuous woman. And again, it's meant to show the the promiscuity of Israel, right. right? Like God is this faithful spouse to Israel, right? And they're promiscuous, right? And uh, here he has these three kids: Jezreel, which means God's souls, and then Lo Ami, and then Lo Ruhamah. And Lo Ami is not my people, yeah. And then Lo Ruhamah is no compassion, right? And so at the heart of Israel's relationship with God, bro, was it was that you know they would be God's people. And then God would be their God, right? And so, what God is saying here, like, it's this reversal, right? You're not my people, and there's no compassion. And so, you just see, like, the Lord just trying to uh, be clear about what his message is through the prophet, yeah, in this text. And I think the thing that we learned, main point of chapter one, is you know, all adultery is sin for sure, right? But all sin, sin is adultery, is adultery. yeah. Right? So, like, it is this spiritual adultery against
0: the faithful spouse who is God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, chapter two, God's gonna spend his time and he's gonna call him out on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's this chapter that's aimed at, no, 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 let's talk about exactly what goes on. Let's <laughs> name it, right? Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes when it comes to our sin and rebellion, people mm-hmm. would rather ignore it, act like it's not there and not name it. Yeah. But the dope thing is, is that while chapter two starts with God naming it, chapter en- two ends with God's declaration to forgive it. Mm. God's calling it, exposing it, bringing it to the to uh, to to the forefront. Yeah, but because it's God saying, "No, no, listen." As I turn around and as I pursue you, I want you to know, mm. right, that I know full well what you did. Mm. I love you, Boys to Men. Right, one of my f- yeah favorite yeah R and B groups. Yeah, okay. um, I believe it's End of the Road. They got this little breakdown. Mm. Um. And Mike, the one dude in the group, the like bass guy in the group, they mm-hmm. couldn't really sing but just had that bass voice. He just mm. came in and walked on a cane. He's got this breakdown where he was like, yo, girl, like I knew you was cheating on me. Mm. All those nights when you went around running around with that other fella mm. and he's going to say these words, I knew about it. I just didn't care. That's how much I loved you. Come back to him. It's, so it's this thing where he's like, Jeez. I knew about your unfaithfulness, yeah. but I didn't really care because I loved you so much. Mm. God saying, no, no, no. I knew about your faithfulness. No, and I actually cared, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. not just letting you off the hook because I love you so much, but I'm chasing you, mm. not because of anything that you've done, but because of my great love for you, mm. right? And." That we understand the depths of God's love, yeah, as he highlights and names the depths of our sin
1: yeah, absolutely and uh man, like you said, I love that that he's absolutely clear about right. what this is absolutely about you know, in verse eight he's like, man, she does not recognize that it is I who gave her the grain, the new wine, and the fresh oil. I lavished silver and gold on her. check this, which they used for bail, right so in other words, the Lord is like, no,, no, no like, I gave my people all these things and they use the things I gave them to worship this Canaanite God Baal. And it's amazing. Like this is again, like think about it in spousal terms. Like this would be like a person having a spouse and the spouse buys you things and you give those things and let your side piece use them. Mm. Right. And so God is like trying to make it as crystal clear as possible. And the people of God, again, um, they are specifically worshiping other deities of the ancient mm-hmm. East. they are worshiping other gods and god is like i don't share bro right <laughs> right like no nah, no nah, i'm not in the business of like sharing right and uh yeah man and they they literally thought it was cool and it's and it's funny because in their context yeah the other nations that was cool like right. you could worship as many gods you want yeah. and, and nobody would get mad right, right? But here, the God of the Bible is like, I'm the only true one true God right. and I demand like soul allegiance. And in the same way, like we know, right? Like, no, it's not cool to have two spouses. Right. Right? Like right. we can't have two spouses. We can't have two gods either. Right. And that's what the Lord is just trying to get at, man. And he will go on to say, man, and this is fresh, but Israel forgot me. Yeah. Israel forgot me, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why they did what they did. And Anytime, yeah, anytime where we sin, man, like we are it's at, at some level, right, forgetting who God is right. and what God has done for yeah. us on our Yeah. Amen. Behalf. Yeah. Amen, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So much here. Um he talks about, you know, this uh uh image of exile, the the nakedness that come in chapter 2 and then in chapter 3, you know, like kind of like you said, Hosea is meant to Um, continue to pursue Gomer even in the midst of her rebellion and I just said you know God doesn't love our rebellion but he supernaturally loves us in the midst of our rebellion and it's just it's this like uh, constant pursuit uh, and chasing us down man even in our own sin right like that's the thing that separates (laughs) God from man bro you know what I mean even in the midst of our rebellion the Lord the Lord keeps pursuing us yeah
0: Chapter three, man, what I love is guys like, no, 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 listen though, but this rebellion mm-hmm. there is gonna be punishment for it, mm-hmm. right? Discipline and, and so you see this like these little time stamps. Yeah. Where it just starts off and it says uh verse four, right? For the Israelites must live many days without king or prince, mm. without sacrifice or sacred pillar, and without ephod or household. Idols, And so it's like, all right, there are gonna be days where y'all aren't going to enjoy Mm. the comforts of what you did, how freely you were able to run into Mm. idolatry. You're not gonna have the king that you did Mm -hmm. or the temple or the place. But then he goes on and says this, but afterwards, afterwards the people of Israel will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come with awe to the Lord and to his goodness in the last days. So Mm. in that short chapter, God promises both judgment, Mm. he said, no, 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 it's final, it's a wrap that's gonna take place, Mm. but like we said all the time, even though God's judgment is final, God's, or even even though God's word on judgment is final, judgment is not God's final word. Mm. Through and through he's constantly bringing out this vision of restoration and that Mm. one day this, Davidic king is going to come mm-hmm. and sit on their throne. Mm-hmm. And so, even mm-hmm. this, yeah, um, this act of not condemnation, but this act of, you know, God's just word is laced with mercy mm-hmm. and goodness and kindness. Yeah. And that's why I love. You know
1: how the Bible unfolds because at the end of the day, what God is saying is, no, 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 this is going to happen in the last days. In the Old Testament, you have this latter day focus, right? Where over and over, Genesis 49, Numbers 24, like over and over, all throughout Isaiah chapter 2, Michael chapter 4, where he's like, no, this will happen in the last days, right? And it's always associated with this Davidic king coming right. to bring God's age of yeah. peace, of repentance, of restoration. So it's no, it's no, uh, it's no surprise right. when Jesus comes on the scene. Hebrews one's like, no, no, in these last days He's coming right. in His Son, yeah. right? And and this is the thing that the people of God have been longing for, and we live partially in the fulfillment. Now the fulfillment hasn't come finally. Right? It's still like a lot of sin. You know, yeah. sin is still rampant. God has not brought His kingdom fully on earth, but we can look back and say, no, no, God was actually faithful to that promise yeah. He made in the midst of cats wilding. Right. right? Like, and so we do have this uh, just amazing look, uh, God, man, who. Who makes promises, bro, even when his people are unfaithful.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: Hebrew or Hebrews. Hosea 4. Yeah. <laughs> there is no truth. There's no faithful love and no got knowledge of God in the land. He'll come down later and say, Um, uh, my people have just dis- ha- are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. And he'll con- continue to talk about uh knowledge, and it's not just being able to uh, pass a theology test.
0: Right, right,
1: right. He's saying, no, no, no. There's this subjective, personal intimacy of relationship with God that has not been accounted for in our right. lives. And it's evidence by the way that they live. Right. And so you just see, like, our relationship with the Lord, our, our personal, relational knowledge of God should lead us to, leave, to live differently. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the Lord is serious here. He's like, yo... The priests, right? The, those who are in uh, leadership are the ones that God is actually coming after. Yep. Cats was supposed to teach the law, right? right? Um, Cursing, lying, murder, breaking out of the 10 commandments, all this stuff, bro. And uh, yeah, I think too, along with the the relational element of worshiping the Lord, I think the thing Hosea wants his people to see um, is that when we neglect God's word and what he's revealed there, our hearts are prone to cling to other gods, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's not, yeah, the nature of human
0: nature <laughs> is to worship somebody or something, right? and yeah. the Lord wants our worship, love, and allegiance. Yeah, you know, and what I love that you said about that is like, man, when we neglect God's word, we're tempted to run after these things, but yeah. in chapter four, he's even gonna bring up, yo, you're chasing after these things, mm. and they're not satisfying you. That's good. So what God does to those that ne- neglect his word is here. It's like, no, God gives them his word. It's mm. a little more mm. forceful, but it's not to um, completely discourage or destroy. It's mm-hmm. just to rouse them out of their stupor yeah. and to bring them back. So for those of us that neglect God's word, the mercy of God mm. is that God doesn't stop speaking. and gives us his word Amen. so that we can come back to Amen. him. Amen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's pray. Father, we pray right now um, that our hearts... Uh, we would keep our hearts and our minds oriented towards you um, and that we remember our worship is reserved for the one true God and not yes. any other God. We pray that our devotion will be towards you. God, I pray we would remember that we shouldn't uh, have two gods in the same way we wouldn't have two spouses. Yes, Lord. Tie these things to our heart closely. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen.